Hey friends, tickets are now available for our new series of live workshops taking place in November and December. They're focused on getting coffee professionals and small business owners better prepared for 2023. There's one for coffee professionals, one for those looking to start or grow their business as a coffee consultant, and there's one for customer acquisition planning that's tailored to small business owners. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash events to grab tickets or check the show notes for details. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Maple Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and today I'm honored to have Nolan Hurty on the podcast with me. Nolan, we are fellow Australians and we're sort of pseudo fellow Americans as well. Uh, <laughs> We've yeah. both been on quite the wild ride, but welcome to the podcast. So, this is going to be Thank a really, that. really wonderful conversation. Uh, we bumped into each other at MICE and yep. We had a, for me, it was kind of out of this world conversation. It felt like mm. we were in the middle of something, but had kind of left the space. Maybe a healing moment. I yeah, feel like was, we kind of had. Like, it was really, because it was, I'm sure it was a, a lift for you, but it was yeah. also, it was a big release for me as well. It was nice to kind of um, connect like that and um, reconnect maybe, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Five seconds into the conversations is already tease in my eyes, but I suspect yeah. this is uh, going to be one of those really wonderful yeah. conversations where we can bring everybody else into the experience that we had and kind of yeah. talk openly about some things that um, have happened in yeah. our experience in the industry. Now, the yeah. theme of this five-part series is Every, business is going to teach you everything you never wanted to know about yourself, which is kind of the, this is the thing that I tell all my consulting clients. And I don't know how it is, how it is, and how it was for you. Is that the experience you have with business? Learning about myself, you mean? It's yeah. I mean, well, um, it shows you everything you never really wanted to know about yourself. Well, yes, I guess it has done that um it's taken a minute to get to that but it's done that um i mean the only thing i'd say to that is i kind of welcome that um yeah. as horrible as it sounds to learn stuff that you didn't want to learn or maybe going to the dark cave yeah that's where the gems are they're in the dark cave you know and so you kind of have to explore that um and i think if anything um the business side of things for me um was probably spurring me on to stay out of the cave i was trying to um use the business as a as a form of medication so that i didn't have to face um what whatever it was that was chasing me and to be fair i didn't know that there's anything chasing me either i just kind of always i'd always felt like um that i should always be busy and i felt yeah. like i have to keep myself busy if i have too much time i'll think too much and get depressed and um that's kind of a weird thought in itself right like it's you know we it's actually really nice to stop and it's really nice to relax and i shouldn't feel shame about that you know oh, um yeah. so it's it's been good to learn that um taking time out and um having some quiet time is, is totally um totally okay you know yeah mm. for anybody who doesn't know which I'm sure there's nobody that's listening to this that doesn't know who you are, but do you want to just give people a quick background about 
what we're going to end up alluding to through this conversation. <laughs> um, back, background from like, so I'm yeah. Nolan Hurdy, the, the founder of Proud Mary uh, with, my, with my wife, Shari Hurdy. Um, I've been working in coffee for 25 years now, which is like yeah, wow. a long time. Um, and so it's funny, I feel like I used to be the young guy at COE panels and like, you know, all these different events. Yeah. And now when I when it, now when I show up, I'm like, dang, when did I become <laughs> the old guy? Um, but, um, but I have been around for a while and yeah. um, definitely someone that's um, really enjoyed pushing uh, the boundaries of what coffee can be and how far can we take it and um, is there an audience for it and um, so far, I haven't met an audience that hasn't been into it. You know, yeah. it's been a lot of fun. You've got stores in Melbourne and Portland. Yeah, so we, yeah, we and started in, in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, Melbourne uh, in Collingwood, um, 2009. We opened up. Yeah. Um, and 2017, we opened up in Portland, Oregon, and um, and then Austin. We just opened up six weeks ago, so it's been quite the Quite the journey, and um, and and yeah, a, a lot along the way to kind of you know um, celebrate and to like learn from, and you know, um, but super cool to still be here uh, and still in the industry and in a completely new city and environment, and with mm-hmm. a whole new audience, I, I feel a little bit like Peter Pan. I feel, um, <laughs> you know, it feels like. I'm back in Melbourne 12, 13 years ago. Yeah, wow. And I've wow. got this amazing audience that really appreciates food. They they love hospitality. They get service. So I've got some amazing staff working for us. Um, and yet they haven't quite seen what, we, what we're doing in the way that we're put it, presenting yeah. it. And in terms of um, all the different coffees, the different brewing methods, but then also the um, the restaurant format. It's not common to have all of those things like we would take for granted all day long in Australia. Yeah, didn't quite make it around uh, the rest of the world. You know, definitely in some in some places, and particularly uh, the US, it's not common. So um, no, not at all. So much fun to so much fun to be able to um, share what what it is that we love about the industry. You know, um, with a, with a new audience. Yeah. And Austin's such an exciting city. It's one of my favourite cities in the US. It's one of the most open-minded cities I've ever visited in the world, particularly in the US. So th- th- they, yeah. it's the perfect place for Proud Marys to be. It. It's so cool. You know, it, it, um, over the years, I'd always like um, people would always ask, what what makes Melbourne so special? Like, why is Melbourne coffee so? What's so special about it? Why is it so good? And my response all those years was, well, actually, it's not the roasters. It's not the baristas. It's the customers. Yeah. We have the best customers in the world and they they just fully appreciate quality and they don't they don't give a shit about the sign and the, the deal. They just want quality and they want something genuine and authentic and we were able to build a business off that, which is so nice to be able to build a business off um, quality, you know, um, and it really was to do with uh, the support from the Melbourne clientele. And um, I think uh, that is what I'm really enjoying about Austin also is uh, like-minded people and um, 
people are happy here. They're um, very fit and healthy and there's plenty of sunshine here. And um, and zero so fucks given. My, so <laughs> Yes. I'm funny again here. My sense of humour lands here. I wasn't as funny in Oregon. I'll be honest. I was same in California, um, man. Same thing for me. It was like nobody really understands sarcasm. Right. <laughs> I just think you're an asshole when you're being sarcastic. Yes. Yeah, did you say that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, it's funny because when the pandemic hit and I was in California and California went to shit, it was either I'm going to Austin or I'm going back home. Mm. And so, yeah, it I, I totally get why you moved there. We we moved during the pandemic and it was um, such a great move. Like um, the kids could go to school again in person. Yeah. We, we got to kind of, you get to choose your own battles here. It wasn't, didn't feel like we were being judged for um, whether we're wearing a mask or not. You know, you really got to make up your own mind on that, which was nice because everyone imagine. had a different level of comfort, you know. Um, yeah. So, so nice to be here. What would you say is your kind of philosophy about coffee? Hmm. Um, you know, I've, I, I've really loved trying to explore how good coffee can be. Mm. And so I really jumped down the rabbit hole of like, well, what are all the little different things that I can make it better? Um, I, along, along the way, got to learn how many people are involved in the industry, just how big the industry is, um, how, how hard it is to produce coffee. How much risk is involved, um, and like specialty coffee, like or you know, really special coffee, mm-hmm. has to do with the love that people put into it, and yeah. you know, it's not it's not necessarily um, the money maker, um, and it's not necessarily about that. It's definitely about sharing this like beautiful produce that you know, grows on the planet and mm. and the the more special coffee that I've found has been grown in the most beautiful environment. And birds, you know, three hundred species of birds, deep you no know, rainforest kind of environment. Um so diverse, um so much um well, biodiversity and so much kind of like um you know uh nature at its finest. And that is what makes ultimately makes the most amazing coffee. And from there, it's really like, how do we take care of it? How do we preserve it? How do we not mess with what nature has given us? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and then also, how do we share that in a way that brings that to people's attention? Why is it so special? Why are you trying to charge so much for it? Um, why, why should this drink... Um, be celebrated the way that you want to celebrate it. You know, like I, I, um, I really, I really love um, challenging people's perception on what coffee is and what it can be. Um, and I mean, I, I found my own kind of hunger for it and burning desire for it through through traveling and through seeing just how hard it was. And it, like, it really was 
it was really a heartbreaking moment, honestly, that that that's what it really? was that made me realize, yeah, it was kind of like, this is really sad, you know. Um, there was um, 12 of us picking coffee cherries for four hours in the beating down sun in Sumatra, um, looking over Lake Takignon, really high up, high altitude, deep. So it's kind of hard to be comfortable standing, mm. trying to pick coffee cherries. Twelve of us uh, for four hours in the in the sun came back with a total of like twelve kilos of cherry. By the time that um, was processed down, it ended up to about two kilos of green coffee. By the time you roast that, it's a kilo and a half. Mm. Um, that's twelve of us for four hours. Um, one girl on her own picks 70 kilos a day and gets a dollar for it. And when I kind of like realized that and did that math, and especially after experiencing that, like, yeah, just a pick, that's just, that's just the picking part of it. Yeah. There's so much more to coffee than just picking the, yeah. the coffee cherry. But um, for that to be a dollar for a day's work, and then, man, all these steps that that went into it before it even arrived to us in Australia mm. or the US just blew my mind that so many people have had to put in all this intense amount of work to get me this small amount of coffee. Yeah. And then, I, then the, the next week, I wish is that we had Liar Liar. This is before Proud Mary. We had Liar Liar in Hawthorne and um, in walks this customer and she's like, $3.20, I can get coffee for $2.80 in Balaclava. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know what you can fucking do? Fuck off you and go, go buy Balaclava. <laughs> Yeah, and you can go drink that shit all day long because where, where does that come from? Exactly. You don't know. They well, don't they know. don't they probably don't know. Care. Yeah. No, they, they don't care. And yep. we're here trying to make a difference. You're going to have to pay for it and it's worth it, trust me, because there's real people behind this. Um and so I, I, it, I very quickly realized, like, I had this kind of light bulb moment where I'm like, well, man, I really have to throw everything I've got at this. And it is, it looks like competitions. It looks like um, becoming famous. It looks like um, interviews and conversations and um, trying to lead the industry in a positive direction so that others will follow. And, um, and it's been such a gift to have that burning desire like it's been such an amazing gift yeah. to wake up and be like well i know what i'm doing today yeah. um and i can't wait to go do it um and you know so cool to yeah to feel like a a purpose you know um in life and i, I guess like it i mean the last few years it, that that got challenging kind of like hang on what is it i'm doing again and you know yeah. the whole world shutting down and it was yeah um, so I, I've, um, yeah, we've been through a lot, you know, yeah. That there's this kind of gift that you get when you realize, because I, I don't, like I talk to people who are like, I want to be an entrepreneur. And I think, and I often say to them, it's not one of those things you can like decide you want to become. You're either gifted this weird kind of ability to to know that you can execute and be comfortable with the discomfort that's going to come with all of that 
man, you know what, like, yeah, 100%. And I, I have so many, like, hard memories of getting up at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. Being so exhausted and having, like, a, a newborn in those days. Um, so exhausted, very little sleep. My body just aching. Yeah. Getting in the shower and just talking myself out of it, just talking oh, yeah. to myself and going, you got this, go do it, you have to do <laughs> I, this. You say the this same is, thing. <laughs> this is what's going to make it all happen. Yeah, this is how you win. It's worth it. You and, got this, yeah. And I pushed myself through pain for years to kind of like to build something or to make something happen. Mm. And um, I don't know that I can do that these days, you know, and I don't I don't need to do that these days. But, right. Um, but I but I definitely had to do that to make it work. And I had to do that to be the entrepreneur. Man, I worked my fucking ass off. And yeah. I um I never had a problem sharing because I would always say to people, I'm like, dude, it's an open book. Whatever you want to learn from me, you're yeah. welcome to learn. Yeah. Because it's not easy. And if you've no. got the, the guts to go out and do what I'm doing right now, I'm gonna hundred percent back you because it, it really is just a lot of hard work and dedication and passion. Um, and a lot of people underestimate exactly what that means. Totally. It, like a- it was irritating how many people would say, oh, I want to do a restaurant <laughs> and my, my you know, um, going to hire a manager. I'm like, oh, that's great. But, yeah, you good know, for you, bro. I would think about <laughs> why. Why do you want to do that? Um, yeah, yeah. Make sure you really want to because it, it, it doesn't, you, you don't get to um, turn off when you want to turn off. You know, you kind of, you you're on, you know. Um, all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And it's the difference between like there's easy hard work and then there's hard, hard work. And the hard, hard work is like, you know, you've been working 16 hours, you go home to have dinner and then you realise, fuck, I'm not going to have time to go to sleep. I have to keep working right. until i got to be back processing elixir in the, you know, at the well, warehouse. And now, I mean, in these days, I mean, back when it started, like Liar Liar Days, that was, I remember Exciting. A, a blogs, blogs happening and people started like going <laughs> online and making comments. We were like, whoa, whoa, what's this? Yeah. And it was really cool at first because like, wow, we're, we're internet famous. Um, and, then it, and then you read these like harsh reviews. Oh, we're going like, to talk about that shit for well, sure oh in a God, future episode. Really, well, it yeah, it really hurts because, like, uh, actually, I'm not getting enough sleep. I'm busting my balls so hard. Yeah, that, like, and I'm not getting you know, paid. I'm sacrificing. I haven't seen my kids. I haven't yeah. seen the wife. Um, I'm putting everything I can in, yet you want to make a comment about it, not whatever. And, I, I, I mean, I just I probably will politely respond to some I've seen recently where to the point that the way I'm seeing it now is, I mean, if you don't like what it is that we're doing um, or you have a bad experience, man, I'm not going to charge you. I don't want you to pay for yep. something that you didn't like. Yeah, 100%. Just let, let me know and I'll let me fix make it. it right. And if I, yeah. Yeah, and if I can't fix it, man, it's like. Have your you know, money not, back, 100%. Uh, please, because we're, we're all about smiles, you know, and trying to have good, good times. Um, but not communicating that you're having a bad time and going out there and spraying it, it kind of, that's rough. I mean. Ultimately, I'm trying to um, teach the staff that connection with the customer is so key so that you can catch if there's an issue. 
if yeah. we if we're not connected with the people that we're serving you know, and it becomes just a job that's where stuff slips through the gaps and sometimes someone can be having a bad experience and no one's even paying attention um so it's it's a lot. It's a lot to kind of um, so much. to put your heart and soul into that, and 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 not take it personally. You know, it can. It's yeah. a lot. Well, we're going to wrap up this episode, and in the next episode, we're going to talk about shit that goes wrong when you go on this journey of becoming an entrepreneur. Buckle up, kids. This is going to get a lot, a lot <laughs> more interesting. <laughs> All right. Peace, love, and peanut butter, everybody. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.